हेलो एवरीवन वेलकम टू मूवीज म्यूजिक बुक्स एक्सेट्रा बाय स्नेहित कुमला एंड इन इंडिया हियर इट्स एट मिनट्स पास्ट टेन इन द इवनिंग एंड आई वाज जस्ट वाचिंग ऑन डिस्नी हॉटस्टार द न्यू बीटल्स डॉक्यूमेंट्री गेट बैक एंड दिस इज काइंड ऑफ रिकॉर्ड ऑफ बीटल्स वर्किंग ऑन लेट इट बी द आल्बम एंड it had the working title of uh, get back and that's where the documentary name comes from and it's ma- mainly uh, a documentary over 60 hours of uh, documentary video that was actually recorded by michael lindsay hogg in 1970 and uh, for the album and uh, basically it contains over 60 hours of film footage and also about 150 hours of audio recordings so uh, so what uh, peter jackson has done is like he's done uh, three uh, episodes of these 60 hours of recording right now i don't know if they are doing more uh, episodes and i only started watching the first uh, part of these three and the first part itself is 2 hours long so this is an initial review of the beatles get back documentary that released a couple of days back on 25th and uh, for a start i think i'll play you just an audio clip from the documentary to give you an idea what kind of you know uh flow and what kind of feel it has as such and then i will go on with my initial review of it so here's my first kind of uh, complaint about the kind of <laughs> a grudge uh, i won't say grudge but kind of my uh, complaint against uh, i shouldn't call it a complaint also problem with get back uh, beatles the beatles get back documentary at least for the time that i watched it so far is this whole disjointed feel to it and i don't know what peter J- jackson has done with the editing uh, the initial parts uh, tracing uh, the beatles life journey and uh, basically their musical journey right from 1960 to uh, right back to 1956 when they were called the quarrymen and uh, paul and uh, paul and john got together and then george joined them and then later uh, ringo star kind of joined them later on and uh, then they hit like sky high and beatlemania was created and uh, from 1966 they decided because of the, all the uh things that come together with fame they finally decided that they won't do any uh, live concerts or sessions uh, from 1966 and since after that period you can see that their sound got really complex and layered and 
they became what uh, they are known for now the one of the greatest uh, band musicians of all time uh, and that's why they are still remembered for and that's why we were excited for this documentary so the whole thing about it is there's a disjointed feel to it see it can be enthralling to watch a caterpillar turn into a butterfly but uh, if it takes uh, that long and you know all the middle period all the dull parts where literally nothing is happening uh is can be kind of tiring and that's what is happening with this documentary so you really have to be a hardcore beatle fan or a musician to kind of get an insight into what musicians talk about apart from acoustics of the live version and how sound would uh how the songs would play on a particular scale and the finer details of uh, how live recordings should sound like eight track recording and uh, everything that comes with that and what all musicians think when they're kind of jamming on a song and using mock words and then slowly the song starts to build and finally you have a song so all those things can be i think it will be really painstaking to really uh, put that all together in sequence and kind of cut the flow and still make sense so right now it seems peter jackson hasn't been able to do that and hasn't even attempted to do that he just didn't know i guess as a fan probably that what to keep out out of this so it's really getting tedious <laughs> as i'm watching it it's been over 40 minutes since i watched it and i kind of closed it off and there's still an hour and half go to go for the first part so so far unless you're uh, in, into music are a musician are into sound recording and uh, you are into song writing you are part of a band and you want to kind of get an insight into how songs are made uh, apart from that i think i think for a general audience it could be a disappointment just seems unedited and i don't then what was peter joy jackson doing then with the whole uh, whole material that he ha- had that if he couldn't give it uh, some kind of semblance of form just like the songs that kind of get made uh, i don't see what uh, apart from the brand name i don't know what peter jackson's name is doing to the whole edit so far so i'll certainly do a <laughs> full uh, review once i don't know when i'll get through this six hours of three episodes of two hour episodes of three each so it already seems to be a daunting task to get through them despite it being the beatles and it probably tells me that recordings a song and they had that stunning i mean unbelievable task of doing 14 songs new songs for the new album in over two weeks or three weeks which is like i mean i don't know how they did that and that is why let it be is kind of uh, considered to be a bits and pieces album in a way because it was done in such a hurried fashion and then the uh, singers with kind of but uh, they were jamming like so far that i can see yoko ono is there with john and you can see that john is kind of apart but when they are jamming they are the same old beatles again and professionalism is there they're literally they're having good fun with it they have no each other for a long time now so particularly john and paul stand out as the creative front runners but george harrison has that bit uh, going uh, where he can create a 
give a different shade to the beatles and ringo star i think he is the light hearted one and with the drums and the relief that he provides comic relief and keeps the humor going i think he is the one who gave the beatles that funny side to them and uh, even though he didn't write many songs and he sung a, only a few but there is something to ringo star being part of the beatles so it, in a way it's an exclusive insight into almost a drawing room kind of private insight into how beatles made their songs especially for let it be in that way it's quite exclusive and gold when it starts the documentary but afterwards it's just going on and going on and uh, has no sense or form to it although much has been edited but it still needed to be i think cut down to at least an hour uh, each episode probably i am only going through the first episode and it's seeming daunting and uh <laughs> so so far it is about 2 and 1/2 stars out of 5 for the beatles get back a documentary it needed to be more mercilessly edited and something of a story should have been forming with uh, or some background into what was happening in the background and stuff probably it will happen in the later episodes or as i watch it Uh, but right now i'm not finding it that good unless you are a beatles fan or a musician or a sound recorder or lyricist or someone something or someone to do with doing or making music uh, i don't see anything else for the general audience will find it quite a task to get through so that's my review of the beatles get back documentary that released on november 25th on disney hotstar uh, supposedly so called edited by peter jackson i don't see that so far so that's it from movies music books etc by sneet kumla that's the initial review and until next time happy listening and happy watching and happy living goodbye